In chapter 21 of the Hillam, David says a powerful verse. Chayim Sha'al Memcha. He says, I asked you for life. You gave me eternity, Olam Vard, forever and ever. What is this referring to? So the Zohar HaKadosh reveals that we know that David, when he was born, he wasn't allotted any years. He was supposed to die right away. Except that Hashem granted him 70 years from the life of Adam Marishan. He gave him 70 years of his life, and therefore David lived the 70 years that we know he lived. And if we think about it, it's an amazing thing. David HaMalach, the author of Tehillim, Mashiach is going to come from David. He realized that he had nothing of his own. He wasn't supposed to live. His entire life was given to him as a gift by Hashem. And he lived his life accordingly, knowing that everything was a gift. And we have to think the same way. On our own, we have no life. Everything that we have is only because Hashem has granted us this gift of life. And we have to take that gift and use it to buy ourselves a ticket to eternity. The beginning of chapter 22, David HaMalach says interesting words. He says, Lamatzeach, a song, on the strengthening of the dawn of the day. What does this mean? What's the significance? So the Zohar Kaddish, the Holy Zohar reveals that we know that during the night it gets darker and darker. The point where the night is at its darkest peak is right before dawn. The minutes before dawn, the night looks like it can't get any darker and then dawn breaks and it starts getting light. And he says this is referring to the Jewish people right before Mashiach comes. We're going to be all the way at the end and there's going to be so much hardship. There's going to be so much sorrow. We're going to feel as if the night can't get any darker. But we know that it means we're almost at the morning. It means that dawn is about to break. And we're going to say like it says in the Tehillim, Keli, Keli, Lama Azavtani Hashem, why have you forsaken me? Because it looks like it can't get any worse for us. It looks like we're at the darkest point. But we know that the Shachar, the dawn, is right around the corner. Mashiach is about to come. Chapter 23, David is describing the level of bitachin, of faith in Hashem that we should have. And he compares it to the relationship between the sheep and its shepherd. And he says, Hashem ro ilo echzar. Hashem is my shepherd. I'm not lacking anything. But no you lay me down in the most luscious meadows. I'll to tranquil waters you lead me. Says Rav Chaim of Elijah, the disciple of the Vilnagar. Sometimes the sheep wants to get up and go and graze in a different field. But the shepherd knows that this field is the best place for it. Sometimes the sheep just wants to rest, take it easy in this field. But the shepherd knows that if it does it, it's going to die because it needs a drink. And it'll force it to come to the river to take a drink. And this is what we say, You Hashem, you sometimes make me stay still. You sometimes make me stay in this meadow. Sometimes we want to get up. But Hashem knows that this is the best place for us. Sometimes we want to just chill and relax and take it easy. But Hashem knows that we need to move. We need to go and do more stuff. And he leads us to tranquil waters to take a drink. But the bottom line is that we submit to Hashem. He's our shepherd. He knows the optimum best place for us at any given time. In chapter 24, David says, Mi ya Hashem. Who is going to merit to go up onto the mountain of Hashem? And he says, Neki chapayim. Somebody who has clean hands. Uvar levav. And he has a pure heart. What is a clean hand and a pure heart? Says the Zohar HaKadosh. We sometimes think that the main thing is that we do all the mitzvahs and we don't do any averis. That is what we would call nekicha paim. Somebody who has clean hands. He hasn't done anything wrong and he only does good, clean things with his hands. But there's one more thing that Hashem wants and that's what we say, Rahmana liba bo'i. Hashem wants our heart. He wants to know, are we in it? Do we want to do it? Do we desire it? Do we yearn a connection for it? And that's called a varlev of a pure heart. We need both. We need nekicha paim. Clean hands, always doing the right thing. 
but also of our labor, of a pure heart, that our heart is in the service of Hashem. That's what we truly want. And when we have both these things, we merit to go up to the mountain of Hashem. In chapter 25, David HaMalach says, Tov v'yashar Hashem. Hashem is good and He's just. Al-Kain, therefore, because He's good and because He's just, Yorech Atan Badarach, He guides sinners back onto the path. And this is the concept that we know from all our sages that they taught us. The reason why Hashem created the world was only from a desire to bestow goodness onto the people. From a place that He wants to give and give and give. But sometimes we do the wrong thing. And about His desire for goodness to us, He punishes us just to remind us that we're not doing the right thing to bring us back to the right place. But that's the only motivation. Tove Yashar Hashem, you Hashem, you're good and you're just. Al Kain, therefore it's for this reason and this reason only that you'll sometimes punish us just to be Yorech Atam just to guide us back onto the right path. In chapter 26, David HaMalach says to Hashem, Shafteini Hashem, you could judge me. I've gone in front of you with perfect innocence. How did he merit this level? Says the Malbim, we've got to keep on reading. He says, Your kindness is in front of my eyes. David HaMalach always knew in front of his eyes how much gratitude we owe to Hashem. He knew that everything we have is gifts. Everything is kindness. Nothing we deserve. And therefore, out of gratitude, of course, we need to follow what Hashem tells us to do. And then he says one more thing. And I've gone with your truths. And that refers to a higher level where we don't just do it out of gratitude, but we do it because we know that this is the right thing. This is the truth. This is what's correct. This is what's real in the world. When we have both these things in front of our eyes, gratitude to Hashem, understanding that this is correct and this is true, then we'll merit to walk with Hashem in perfect innocence all our lives. In chapter 27, David HaMalach ends off by saying, Kaveh al Hashem, hope to Hashem, have faith in Him. Chazak becha, strengthen your heart. And then he says once again, Hashem and have faith to Hashem. What is this repetition? Says the Briskarov, faith in Hashem is the most pleasurable experience in the world. The biggest gift we can have is the gift of faith. We can go through life without having to worry about anything. Everything is taken care of by Hashem. Hashem is the one who will take care of our lives. He says, if somebody has faith in Hashem, what's the biggest reward you can give to that person? You can't give him a bigger reward than gifting him with the understanding that he should have more faith in Hashem. And he says, Kaveh Hashem, hope to Hashem. Chazak strengthen yourself. And Hashem will reward you. You know what he's going to give you as a gift? Hashem. He's going to give you the gift of more faith because there's nothing more enjoyable and pleasurable in the world than having faith in Hashem. In chapter 28, David HaMalach says, Shema kol tachanun, I listen the voice of my supplication. B'shavi elecha, when I cry out to you. B'nasi yadi, when I lift up my hands, El devir kachecha, to your holy sanctuary. Says the Malbim, he was asking for Sonic Bek. Sometimes when we dive and we have the clarity and the vision to know what we're saying and we express ourselves clearly and Hashem listens to us. But sometimes we don't have the strength or the clarity for that. All we could do is just lift up our hands to Hashem and say, Hashem, my hands, my face, my head is looking towards you. Please help me. And David says, even that Hashem should listen to us. But nasi when all I'm doing is lifting up my hands to my Father in heaven, you should listen to us and know what we're really asking for deep in our hearts and fulfill our requests. Chapter 29 is the Tehillim that we say on Friday night, Kabbalah Shabbos, as we're greeting the Shabbos Queen. And it describes how the voice of Hashem is all over the world. 
And we say, Kol Hashem, Alamayim, Hashem's voice is on the water, upon the cedars. Wherever we look around the world, Hashem's voice is there. Says Reb Shamshun Rafal Hirsch, what is this voice of Hashem that we're referring to? And he explains that Hashem's voice, He talks to us through the Torah. The Torah that He gave us is His voice. And when we listen to the Torah, what we're doing is, is we're communicating with Hashem and we're listening to His voice because the Torah speaks about everything. There's not one aspect of our lives where the Torah doesn't tell us how to do it correctly the way Hashem wants. And that's the kol Hashem that fills the world. It's this beautiful Torah that He gifted to us with the ability for Hashem to speak to us that whatever we're doing, He tells us, this is the best way how you should do this thing. Chapter 30, David HaMalach says, I've said in my serenity that I'm never going to falter. And the Mabim explains that when we're feeling good, when we're healthy, we think that this is natural. This is regular. Why shouldn't I be like this? And then suddenly one day we get sick and we realize that, wait a second, this is not regular at all. Nature, it's very normal that everything should fail. And why is it that I've been okay until now? It's because as David HaMalach continues, Hashem it's all through your favor, through your desires, because you wanted me to be well. But my nature, there's no such thing. There's no default that I'm going to be okay. There's no such thing that we should say when everything is fine, that this is how things should be. Things shouldn't be like this. It's only because Hashem because Hashem is constantly willing and desiring us to be well and healthy and have everything that we need.